Hey everyone, I'm Wa. And I'm Chris, and welcome to Docky Sweeties. We are two longtime friends who discuss the riveting and sometimes trashy world of reality TV and docuseries. Yes, but through our own lens, honeys, which you know is peppery, which is, you know, salsa-y, which is habanero, which is Chile and chili, you know, like maybe food from Chile and also chili. You know what I'm saying? God bless. But at the end of the day, hopefully mildly sweet. Hi! Hello. So you guys, today we're talking 90 Day Fiance before the 90 Day Season 6, Episode 4, Splash starring daryl hannah and perhaps tom hanks chris can you confirm or deny these these guesses those are the peeps those are the peeps and i what think a it's, movie. it's daryl hannah for sure tom hanks i'm not too sure on but my favorite scene of that movie first of all it's my favorite movie like uh, when it came out secondly when she like bit into that lobster just like mm. full wholeheartedly in the restaurant it was great was great and then the times when she had to like make salt water for her bath so that she could just like get her fins again she was so you know like statuesque and just so that's a classic fish out of water movie oh anyway (laughs) you're welcome okay let's talk about this lovely you know horrible season i mean you know like whatever horrible i mean honey it's a lot of unwatchables unwatchable a little around you know like it's just a lot of but you know what also it's it's talkable it's unwatchable but talkable so i don't know how they made that happen but that's a remarkable (laughs) situation you know a lot of bulls so here we are um we get to meet some new people as well. So we have, you know, some fresh blood, which is always nice, you know. Um, just but like first, fresh fish. Let's, let's start with, yeah, you're right. Fresh fish out of the water, the salt water. I know. We're going to start with Misha and Nicola. But, you know, like I'm just talking about the episode. Um, Misha and Nicola, you know, or Nicola or whatever. But um, Nico. go ahead, Wa. So we have Nico and Misha, and she's told us that she's going to spend two weeks which is a healthy amount of time, especially for somebody who doesn't know somebody. So she's only going to spend two weeks, as opposed to a crazy widow who's spending three weeks in Hungary away from her children. Anyways, Misha is spending two weeks in uh, Israel with Nicola, and um, she definitely gives us a lot of Minnesota words, like bags. You know, she says like, she, I've got my bags checked. And we're like, oh, the, the newscaster in you or the communications major in you could not change the word from bag to bag. Bags, you know, do you get the bags? I, I love that Minnesota bag. Every time anyone here says, has, says bag, I'm like, oh, you mean bag? And they're like, yes. Great. So she's at the good old MSP and your girl has been to MSP a lot of times. I mean, I I can't say that I've been to MSP more than I've been to LAX, but I've certainly been to MSP more times in one year than I've ever been to LAX. And just so you guys know, she's not talking about the manufactured suggested price. She's talking about the Minneapolis airport. Okay. So you just have to, now I, I know that Minneapolis, St. Paul, no, I know that. And I want you to also know that. Okay. Yeah. Uh, MSP is Minneapolis, St. Paul international airport or whatever. Um, Chris is correct. Yes. So I've been there. I want to say like one, two, three, four, five, six, like six times this year. Uh, so (laughs) 
it's, it's a lot. So anyways, humble brag. Yeah, uh, I know. <laughs> um, so anyway, so she does that. And uh, Nico is in his hotel room in Tel Aviv because he didn't want to be around his annoying mother while hanging out with her. And he has put on cologne. Uh, Chris, what do you think this cologne smells like? Oud. <laughs> what I guess I oud is my just an, uh, initial guess. Now, would, what do I want it to smell like? Cool waters. Yeah, but it smells like oud. Um, so cool you know, waters. Like, yeah, <laughs> blast from the past. past. Uh, um, but you know, he again hasn't kissed a woman since like 16 years ago or something. Like you know, he's constantly telling us how how much he's a virgin, but he doesn't have to also uh, tell us because the man has a backpack on and the backpack also radiates virgin, also high school, but virgin, virgin man, high school. I mean, there's just, you know what it is? I'm going to tell you right now. What? I want gentlemen out here. Once you reach a, reach a certain age, what you do is you get a duffel bag. You get a duffel bag that's sexy that's hot that's what you know men in the army use you know duffels i don't know but i'm not quite sure i've never been in the army that's a that was a i want to be on my scope but let me go back to what my scope is taste and style and what's attractive and i'm telling you honey it's not fucking jan sports it really isn't you know it isn't jan sports but it could be like no, one mom. of Okay, we have our, our difference kidding. of opinions, but it's not Jansport. Yeah, yeah, it could be Patagonia. It could be, um, there's another brand that is escaping me Are right you now. hiking? Is this person hiking? Or, I mean, is this person staying in hostels? Which one is it, Wa? This person is going out with their lady friend, and perhaps they're going to a place where they have souvenirs. And so he needs a backpack in which to hold all of the accoutrement. Like, I'm okay with a, with a backpack. Um but he says that he's not nervous. He is excited for Misha. And like, of course he would be excited. You know what's so funny about it is I feel like Nicola is one of these men who truly feels like, even though everyone around him thinks that Misha is out of his league, which she is absolutely, uh, with like looks and professional life. The, the truth is, is that Nicola truly and 100% feels that this is what he deserves and it has been given to him by God. So there's no sense of like, oh my God, she's hotter than me. Oh my God, what if she goes somewhere? He's like, fully like, no, you're mine. So they meet each other. They're very freaking excited. And he rubs her like in small, fast, like, okay, Misha, I love you, Misha, I love you. And it's a lot of, oh my God, a lot of, I love you, Misha. Oh my God, Nico. And then they're, you know, he's like, she's like, what do you think of me? Like, do I look like what I said I look like? And he's like, yes, and even better. What about me? And she's like, yes, even better. So, you know, the truth is, is I like it. I, I like it. You know, he, he wanted to give her, he hasn't kissed a woman, blah, 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 but in like billions of years. And he wanted to give her a small, but passionate kiss full of emotion. And I would say that, you know, when they had their greeting, it was obvious they were, there was a lot of emotion there and it wasn't, and it wasn't just like sexual, disgusting, like sex tourism, whatever, blah, blah, blah. It was even, like, they've done each other for a minute. That was obvious. So um, basically they get to the hotel and then they have this like conversation with the check-in people, that's like, oh, you know, we're not married, so we're not... Okay, this is where I lost it, because I didn't quite understand. Why aren't they just staying in 
in separate bedrooms. Why are they staying in separate beds like I Love Lucy and I and like Desi and Des? <laughs> like in, in, season like, one. And, and as opposed to different rooms the whole time, if you're not going to be sleeping in the same bed, that makes no sense to me. Also, what ends up happening, which is that it's a very small room for someone who travels luxuriously and puts a lot of like, you know, emphasis on, you know, clothes and looks and face and skin and hair and everything like that. I mean, this, you know, she, she's in a small room, honey, and she... You know, okay, so basically he like he moves her in, he's staying there too. It's kind of weird. They have, as I said, like I love Lucy beds. He's like, I'm gonna go like, you know, be back in a second and get some food. And by the way, the food looks amazing. It's like really creamy hummus and like what looks like dates. She's like, okay, I'm gonna take a shower. 40 minutes later, he comes up with the food and some guy brings it, and she has unpacked everything. And everything is on everything. It's everything is everything. It's Lauren Hill, but like everything is on everything, which is like you know, the entire desk covered. And I didn't understand at first, like is she not going to put, is she, are there no, there's no closet. There's nowhere to put things. Also, was she just unpacking and she was going to put things away, but ends up, no, he comes in, has like, Oh, this can't be what's happening. And she's like, yep, this is what's happening. And you're going to have to just deal with it because. And at that point I was like, you should absolutely have your own room. You should have known if this is what your life is like. And I'll be honest, it's because she's a seasoned woman and I'm not far off from me. Not that I, you know, in the way of, I get wanting to pack a lot. So once I got to the room and saw that, I'd be like, oh, you know what? I totally need my own room. Because it's like, I need to, you know, put things on display. You know, I can't just have, you know. I know that another human adult could not live in that room with just not nary a space anywhere. It's too much anxiety it's too much it's also embarrassing but the fact that she does it either makes me feel like it's you know the producers are making this happen or he's not really staying there well okay yes before that happens um we get a scene where he looks at all her bags and they're heavy and she has paid an extra hundred or two to have her bags taken because of the weight limit and i was like i was like i know somebody who's uh, similar to that as well as I said, I said that we were alike. <laughs> yes. Chris did say that we were alike. And, and she and she and Misha traveled the exact fucking same. And then he's like, you brought all of America. Ha 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 ha. Then they like have a prayer that before they get to the hotel, that his car will be able to transport her items. And right now they're just leaning heavily, heavily on faith that everything is happening. So they're in a good place. Unlike Amanda and Rosvin, who are like not leaning in a good place where like, I think Misha is just like, whatever the, whatever the trials and tribulations that may come, God has brought us here. So this is, this is okay. And we can get through it. And I kind of like that like optimism that they have just because they share a religion and they think that they were meant to be. Yeah, she does take everything out and he is flabbergasted and they do sleep in two twin beds in one room. My thought is maybe he paid for the rooms because she paid for the travel to get there. And so she's trying to let a man be a man by him paying for like this little ass room that isn't enough for her. And so she's like, well, if all you can afford is this, then I'm going to be me and accept this situation, but also put all my stuff everywhere so that I can see everything. So I know what outfits I'm going to wear. And listen, if you're staying somewhere for two weeks, the truth is, is you need maybe two outfits a day. You need an outfit for during the day and you need an outfit for dinner as well as what if you guys do some kind of hiking? So I'm not necessarily mad at the amount of accoutrement she has purchased or brought with her. But I think I do see what you're saying, Chris. Like she could have been like, Hey, I'll get my own room, but also 
it's better and I think it's better TV and it's more interesting for Nico to understand her quality, uh, like her necessities in life in order to be the person that she is, that he get that and he get that soon. Oh, what a transition to our next couple, because that Oof. is exactly what Jasmine wants Gino. She wants to lay it out. What is to be expected when she comes to America? And as much as I've said that um, she's unwatchable this season, this has been the best segment so far. Yeah. But before we jump into it, let's take a commercial break. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right, and so we're back, and let's jump into Gino and Jasmine. So they wake up the next morning, and Gino apparently is in a better mood, and Jasmine is happy because she's like, baby, I'm so excited that you were ready in the morning, you know, with the blue pill. And he's like, because he doesn't want to talk about his sex. Like, he he doesn't want to talk about his sexual prowess or his non-sexual prowess at all. And she just keeps talking about it. And he keeps trying to shut down that conversation. And she mm-hmm. keeps talking about it because she's like, we're on fucking TV, Gino. I'm going to talk about your limp dick and the blue pill that is required in order to get you hard. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um. And so she says that she woke up and his dick was poking her. So she was very excited about that. And she says that since they've been together for, I don't know, two and a half, I don't know, three years. I don't know how long they've been together. But they've only had sex seven times because he gets tired when he's on top. And I'm going to tell you right now, me me and Gino could not be together because I get tired when I'm on top. In fact, I am like, you get a good five to 10 minutes from me. Maybe not even 10. I can't even say that it's 10 minutes. And I'm like, oh, I'm sorry. I just honestly, I feel like men have the easier thrust on top. Like women, we have to like bounce up and down, like in a perpendicular manner to their penis. And they just need to like go in. I think that if I were to like do that motion. I think I might be able to last longer. Also, men are stronger. At least the men I have sex with, they're stronger than me. So like, God bless them. So while saying she's up for pegging. But anyway, so let's get to Juno and Jasmine. That's what she said. Now you heard it and I heard it, but I mean, um, they're feeling good. He's feeling, you know, more on top of things. And here's the thing. He wants to give her that one strand of hair that he bought to be like, and the way he sets it up is like, so Jasmine, remember how you told me to buy hair? Um, Or no, remember how you told me that you wanted to do a recognizance mission in America to see what hair in America is like before, you know, before I buy anything. So you wanted me to just buy you samples of things. And so here is one strand of whatever weave hair from America that I already had texted you and we have record of where I said it was 300 and something dollars. And she said, buy seven or whatever. Here's that one. And she's like, what am I going to do with that? Gino? Like, I can't do anything with that. You know how many I use? I use 10. And he's like, well, you know, like that's really expensive. She's like, I, my hair right now is 300, $3,400. 
And he's like, whoa, whoa, I thought it'd be cheaper. And then she pretty much goes, $3,400. And then she pretty much goes, if you want a hot wife, that's what I am. I'm not paying for this because I've given up my life there. If you want a hot wife in America, you better start to get on board of how much realistically it costs. And I agree with her. I mean, you're right. She she does she does seem ungrateful when he first brings out this like travel pack for her. And she's like, Oh, it's the same gift you got me before. And she's obviously very like not impressed about it. And like, you know, borderline ungrateful, which is a, a hateful word. I hate saying that. People people tell me I'm ungrateful, and maybe I have to admit that I'm ungrateful, but she was not into it. He's like, You've used it a million times. So you obviously love it and need it in your life. And she's like, well, then what else? And he brings out the one pack of hair and she's like, okay, well, this hair cost me this much amount of money. Um, and so, you know, I just want to let you know that you're, yeah, this is what me being your wife in Michigan is going to be like. And then he starts to tell her about his inheritance or his not inheritance, his his uh retirement and i think to myself why the fuck did you tell her why have you explained explicitly about your finances with her if you didn't want her to then make assumptions about expectations with you she simply thinks you're cheap Mm -hmm. she doesn't understand that you don't have the 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 liquid cash to do the things that she requires and she's right the truth Mm -hmm. is is that he cannot afford a wife like her Mm mm-hmm Yep. And so he needs to just back out of that situation if he does not want to pay for her to have extensions, to get her nails done, to do all of the things that she does to keep up, to get more contacts, you know, yes. for her eyes. So, yeah. yeah. All the surgeries, all the fillers, lips. Like, it's, it's, it's such an interesting proposition that a man is like, I want all of that. Ah, oh, that's exactly what I want. That makes me feel so good to be with a woman who looks like that. And then not have the honest or understanding that, great, so that's money that you're going to spend for that. Yeah. And I think, I don't know if he was just like, oh, a couple hundred dollars to get her nails done. And what it is, is he is so vastly daft that I'm happy that she had to literally spell it out. You know, and like the hair is basic for her. In her mind, she's like, that's not even presents. It's not even clothes. That's not even like designer purses. This is basic hair, skin, nails. I mean, you know, eyebrows, whatever you like false eyelashes for the, some of those girls, that's the basic shit, you know, like, so, I mean, yeah, I don't know. I kind of love it. I kind of, it did make me happy, you know, well, like, I'm glad it made you happy because you were hate, hate, hating this. You thought she was like this crazy person on cocaine who's like, doing the most so then they go out to eat and she gets there and she's like you know he's worried that she wants to live in luxury (laughs) and uh which is like crazy exactly it it's a fact yeah why don't you fact it's not a worry and um she says baby gino i tried to give you a feet massage last night but you were very uncomfortable and he's like well I, i was tired but if you weren't able to give me a massage, yeah. and she's like, yes, with the, with the happy ending. And he's like, no, not like that. I need a regular massage. And she's like, why not happy ending? We are on TV. Say yes to happy ending. And plus, I want to have more sex. God. And 
she's like she's like oh no regular that, that's all i was asking for and she's like whatever and um she said maybe baby maybe i don't know how to express myself it, it you know thank you so much for going out of your way to do the hair extensions um and then he's like and i, I want i want to talk to you about something you know that I've been working hard since I graduated college in 1993 and I've been working hard every day going to work. Um, Where is this going? Yes. <laughs> yes. I and, know you've been working, Gino. You know, just yes. like, go ahead. She's sure. like, I got that part. And so, and she's like, well, you know, you, I just want to talk about my investment. Are you going to lose your money? Yeah. Oh, no, 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 no. No, that's not what I, I talk. I, I want to talk to you about... You know, signing a prenup. You know, we oh. well, first of all, we are no, both Gina, in- no! She doesn't mean like she won't. I'm like she like she's like he says I have a proposition. She's like, is this the one where she loses her goddamn mind? Not yet, not yet. Okay, she's, sorry. She this is the one where she stares at him, waiting for him to fucking get to the point. Yeah. And so he's like, we're both very enough, but what I'm saying is. Oh, uh, what I was saying, <laughs> I forgot what I was saying. Um, and then she goes, it hurts me to think that, that I'm marrying you for a divorce. And then, oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. she goes, from the bottom, Gino, you know, from the bottom of my heart, like, fuck you, 100%. I'm going to give this back to you. And she gives him back the ring. And then he's like, Jasmine always said that she would rather have me dead than not with me. And he, for some reason, thinks that that is some kind of, like, path to glory. And so she's like, well, now I don't understand because she doesn't want to do a prenup. So now I I think that's the, I I don't think that she actually meant that. And then he goes, they go to leave. And he's like, let me open the door for you. She's like, I can open my own door. Yeah. I don't need you to open my door. Girl. Yes, yes, yes. So then, okay. So then, basically, he then later has this thing where he brings her. He's like, "I have a proposition for you," like later on. And then we never hear what the proposition is. She, well, yes, we do. Sorry. Then she attacks him. Okay, and she's like, says everything. She says that she's had lovers, honey, that are so young and so rich and so good at sex. And, you know, he's the dumbest and the stupidest. And then he says that she's, in fact, bad at the sex. And I... I <laughs> wow, remember that part? Yes. So, so she has slept in the other bed. She slept in her sister's bed. So we all wondering, where's your sister? And then the next morning, he wakes up on a half half piece of paper, writes a proposition down for her. And then she he she then comes in. She, he's like, yeah, I mean, I'm going to talk to you. So she comes in and she's like, Gina, you better make this shit good. And then he's like, I have a proposition. Here's my proposition is that if you and I get divorced and I was the one who initiated divorce, you get the most money ever. And if you initiate, and then she reads it, she snatches it from him. And then she's like, so basically this means that if you cheat on me and I want a divorce, then I don't get anything. He's like, no, except for cheating. So then she rips it up and he's like, don't, don't rip it up. And she I took a picture at- of it anyway. Yeah. So it doesn't make a difference if you're in it up. Hey, I took a picture. You just print out the JPEG. <laughs> I mean, and then she's like, <sighs> like balls, 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 balls crying. 
<laughs> and then, <laughs> then the part comes where, where what, what you just said, which I forgot. But what did you just say happened? That part happens after that part. Okay, well, let's move on. We don't have to, like, keep, you know, we don't have to, like, have every single sec. Um, uh, okay, so do you have anything more about them? No. Okay, so um, Christian and Cleo, new coops badoops. I don't have a picture of them, so here we go. You go. I talked a lot. <laughs> Tired. <laughs> uh, well, I, you, okay, so, but, you know, what a, what a home run you've had this season of being able to talk about Minneapolis, though. <laughs> I know, tell, right? I don't to tell you about that. Yeah, right. Two people from Minneapolis and they're they don't live that far from each other at all. So I'm like, if there is a Misha Christian meetup in downtown, that would only make sense. You should set that up. Well, why I'm don't you? Between them. You could have it at that like hot karaoke place or I 90s go, karaoke. I should go follow them both. You talk, I'll follow them. So um he is he he's a starry-eyed Christian and he has the kind of demeanor that falls in love and falls in love fast. And he has been married and has thusly also been divorced and, um, you know, got it annulled, you know? So uh, hearkening back to what happens to happen, what, you know, Misha also. So I guess Waz meetup can be like, hopefully, or like, you know, potentially and potential already annulled people from Minneapolis that are Christian, you know, and then walk and really hold that down. Yeah, I have um, a question for you. Like, right. w- w- only people who are married Catholic get annulled, right? Now, that's what I thought. So okay. I don't know. That's what I thought. Okay. You know, but I'm Catholic. So I don't okay. know if either. And I don't want to say if other people do that, too. And I'm just like, oh, great. You guys do? Cool. Oh, because I, I thought that that was only folks who are Catholic. As a Christian, as a, as a non-Catholic Christian, I thought that that was what it was. So when he said that, I was like, wow, what are the odds? I didn't know there were so many Catholics in Minnesota. I mean, not that I know about it. Yeah, no, it's it's happening everywhere. Well, it's really underneath your nose, all the kids, Mm -hmm, you know, mm -hmm, so mm -hmm. you're really, um, you're missing out. Um, So yeah, he loves being in a relationship, you know, and he met Cleo on the social media, which is how most people meet anyone on the show ever, ever. (laughs) But that's also what happened. Um, And she is a model model Mm -hmm. from Italy. Mm -hmm. And um, he, you know, she's on TikTok, you know, so this is also a little bit of that other Rasvin, you know, like it's an American person having seen someone on TikTok and just been delighted and charmed by this person's personality, looks, demeanor, and therefore they get into a relationship and, you know, thusly this, this, this show. So like, this is, this is, yeah, the second TikTok person we, that we know of, because we, I mean, think about it. We hear a lot about Instagram or Facebook messages. There's not a lot of TikTok romances yet. Yeah, but now we've gotten in so far into that app that it's showing up on NBA Fiance. So uh, it must be happening everywhere. You know, people must be meeting on TikTok all the time. Yeah, yeah. Um, his name on Instagram, Christians, is Christian the Jew. That is his name on on, on Instagram. So we okay. are we are going to do a deep dive. So yeah, okay. You, you know, we know not. We know not. I mean, I know not. But, uh, so, so, but Cleo, but Cleo, honey, um, Cleo is walking in Italy, honey, and they sort of do their, their Matt Sharp Sharp thing, which is like, oh, if this person experiences life differently, we're going to try and recreate it as much as we can or show how that is. And this person is, I mean, Cleo is 
autistic. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, honestly, I feel this part also seems to get sensory overload and overwhelmed mm -hmm. with, you know, noises, which I get, you know, mm -hmm. and this, and she's, you know, walking in the middle of like, you know, loud situations. So, yeah. but the she also has to wear, I'm sorry, what? The cutie tootie gets it too. Oh yeah. She also has to wear a uh, sunflower sort of a lanyard style thing so that if anything happens, people can just be like, oh, this person unfortunately uh, deals with this a lot. So, um, but however, you know, Cleo is living her life and likes to have a lot of fun. And there's a lot of pictures that Cleo shows. And one is a green Sailor Moon costume. And I think that's, is that, who is that, Ma? I, I always think it's Sailor Mercury, but it might be Sailor Jupiter. Well, you should be ashamed. Hold on. The greens. Okay, let's look it up. Sailor. So um, she meets her friend Osama, who also is in college with her. Osama. And, I know. And um, they like beautiful eyes, Osama. And they sit at a coffee shop and, you know, she starts to like interact with the production crew. And it's sort of like you guys are really close, but also maybe it would make me feel uh, better to under have some sort of understanding and the control of the situation. So what are your astrological signs? And they go down, they're like Libra, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> Actually, Libra's the one she's like, it doesn't like Libra. And that's what law is. Oh my God. Yeah, it's, it so it's, funny. First of all, I found the sailor and it's Sailor Jupiter who's green. And yeah, she needs to, like, she's talking to Osama and then all of a sudden she's like, I'm sorry, I can't be in this situation because I need to be able to predict it. So what are your astrological signs? I didn't know she said that about Libra. I'm sad about it. Yeah, no, she was like, she was, she was like, someone was like, oh, this. And then one girl was like, Leo and Leo, you know, she had like, oh, okay. And then one person was like, Libra. And she was like, I'm trying not to make a face. <laughs> and I was like, oh, honey, because I'm Libra. Yeah. Ooh. She's like, cameraman is Libra. Uh, knowing people's signs just hell. I was, I was cameraman. I, that's all I got. Cameraman is Libra. Made me sad. Um, but yeah, I really love the conversation that she had with Oshama, which is a far better Oshama than the one that we're used to. Um, and then she's like, when I first met Christian, I thought, here's my next mistake. And she starts to laugh, which is so cute. Um, so then we jump to the next scene where she's having, do you want to say anything about her and Oshama? No. Okay, Maybe. then we jump to the next scene and she is talking to her friend in a thrift store and she says she loves a good thrift. And she's just basically wondering if Christian's going to actually be able to date somebody trans because of the pressures that comes along with it, the questions and the you know the drama that can that can ensue. And then she says that she doesn't you know he's never dated somebody trans and then we immediately cut to him talking to his friends at a game of texas hold'em where he is getting asked all these questions and the one friend says a thing that i was like one i mean two of them the one friend sitting across from him the one not with the bun was like well it's gonna be weird that there's boobies up top and a dick down below and i was like Ugh. why after christian says i don't feel like it's appropriate for me to talk about her genitalia and then he's like, I don't ask my friends and my cousins like, hey, how's your girlfriend's labia or clitoris? And then he's like, clitoris is, I don't like that word. And I was like, clitoris upsets you? I immediately didn't trust him from then on out. You know, I, I think that he, Christian handled all those questions so elegantly. And so I, and the way that, you know, in his confessional also, I, I really enjoyed that. You know, I wondered why I was like, oh, I wonder why his friends like, you know, thought to ask him like his sexual preferences as if they've never known like the way and he answered honestly so like oh no one it never had never come up that he did he say he's made out with a guy yeah by he the made way, out with a guy and then he's by the way we know that he made out with a guy yeah we can tell 
Oh, and so oh, 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 oh. no, I was gonna say that's not where it ended. <laughs> I mean, I don't know, but like the fact is, is that he's like, I'm am hetero AF, and then the friend's like, well, it's really important because sex is important, and I'm like, they can still have sex. Like, I guess I'm just like, I, I mean, I don't know. I think about myself and like whether or not I could be with a trans man, and I could be. I've seen a lot of trans men that are like fine as fuck and like buff as fuck. And I'm attracted to masculinity. And like, if it wasn't a like penis made out of a vulva and it was a strap on at this place in my brain, I think I would be fine, but I won't know until an actual strap on comes at me. So I just feel like them, they're really small minded and like they were on TV and I just don't think that they understood that a little bit. Or they maybe didn't know that they shouldn't have gone as... It's one thing if you know your friend and you know that he's a fickle fish and he can get into himself into something and then turn around and run away when he gets scary. But it's another thing to be like, well, she's got tits on top. And like, you know, it's just another thing to do that. And I thought that was like ignorant of them. Oh, absolutely. And incongruent with how lovely Christian is. I was like, are these your friends? Yeah. You know, like it was kind of like that, like, Wait, I don't get. It. Are you guys close? Are these your cousins? Like, are these are yeah. just your, you know, what is happening here? But, uh, we know we're kind of jumping back and forth between, um, both as we like, you know, get this. And so, you know, Chloe comes out to us, you know, mm -hmm. with her friend, and then also having expressed, you know, some insecurity about, you know, not so much like the way that she looks or passes because she's been she's been transitioning for over eight years although you know we all have like small things i think she mentioned by the way chloe at one men, at one point mentions forehead surgery and i was like forehead surgery what's forehead sur and it's exactly the thing that i need turns out which is they can lower your hairline yeah. and stop your forehead stop yeah. your forehead and then it has tracks in its tracks which i mean i i mean <laughs> yeah no Gigi. Gor i i when i was following Gigi gorgeous on youtube she, I, I went through the her her forehead surgery, so like, yeah, that's that's the thing that happens with it. Do you think it would look better? Hairline. Yeah. No. Oh, <gasps> think you look great the way you are now. I don't need. I you'd have to put on a wig for me to see what that would look like. Okay, you want to move on to Sheila and uh, oh, wait, I I I don't know if I put this note or Chris put this note, but there's a friend her the friend that he has the female friend has an unfortunate like chin neck pimple situation so there's that you did that you did that yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> no i know because she just yeah she was she was really looking there the whole time so it was on this place she has pale skin and she was not happy about anything and so yeah. anytime anyone is negative or being weird it's so interesting your your head your it, it, it's kind of like your eyes like well who are you to oh yes, you're that yes. Person. So it just happens i think in a split second it's just, I wrote the note and I didn't have to say it, but it was an unfortunate situation that was happening on her face. Chin neck. Okay, now let's move on to David and Sheila. David and Sheila. This is a terrible picture of Sheila, but Sheila is the Filipina Eartha Kit. I mean, she really is. She really looks like Eartha Kit to me. <laughs> She's Eartha Kit's Filipina daughter. Yeah. You know, uh, also, I they're such a lovely couple. Love, you know? Oh my like, God, you guys. Chris, I mean, it is, they are love, lovely. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, you know, he's been on the plane. He's been traveling. It's a hard thing for him. You know, we've, we, that's how we set up last time. Um, 
Law wrote the baby is wailing. You know, David can't hear a thing. You know, like he 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 set this up as like, and I get this. Like, yes, traveling is difficult for someone who can't hear. But in a lot of ways, once you get on that plane, honey, it's kind of great. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. You know, I love you guys so much. Um, and I actually love David. I already said that I love David. So Sheila's son, uh, she. Uh, I'm going to say the name looks like Goneril, or, but I forgot how to say that first. I don't know how to say the name. It starts with a J, and I, I don't know. I'm, I'm going to autocorrect. But he's going to go stay with her parents because she wants some privacy and intimacy time with David. So she's in the taxi talking about how you know nervous she is. And he is on his side saying that if it doesn't work out with her, it's going to destroy him. And they see each other, and she runs to him in her heels like a like a like the way she runs with her head down i was like oh my god it's so cute i know like she can sign pretty well you know like you know for someone who it's not perfect and then they kind of have a back and forth but like we we didn't know how they were going to communicate in real life you know like in the sense of not having trained or whatever you know and and it seemed to like work out pretty well which is great immediately and so they had a lovely and they just like she was crying and he could feel her like you know how happy she was and how excited so like he kept hugging her you know and like they talked a little bit about what they were going to do and going to the hotel and what they thought about each other and he looked so full yes he did and you know they were like, who looks better? And they both pointed to each other. And the producer was like, are you gonna guys going to get in bed immediately? And he's like, stop it. You know, yeah. like, it's just like he, I, I just felt, I don't know, for whatever reason, I just felt like he was taking care of his woman and I loved it. Oh, about saying stop it? Yeah, because yeah. I feel like some guys would be like, <laughs> and he was like, no, stop it. Like, you know, like, yeah. let's have our intimate, our intimate time. And then he has two luggages and she has hers and they just go like walking off together. And it's just cute. And I just really hope that they, that they make it or it isn't devastating. Like maybe if they don't make it, it's because of like obvious things, but. <sighs> I know what I want it to. Yeah, but, I want it to. Uh... One from one from one wanting it for them to not wanting that for them at all. Oh, oh. Riley oh. and Violet. Oh, sorry. Oh, yeah. Sorry. I was no, it's okay. sorry. Sorry, Riley and Violet, which is like the other other Asia couple, and um, they have this stupid bet that whoever touches each other first loses, and you owns the other. And so you know they're both really excited to see each other. But they all have, they have this like barrier, this stupid childish barrier that they've built up between each other. And it's kind of annoying. I read it as it was Violet's way of saying that she didn't like them in real life. She had set up a manipulative way to get him to not touch her. Wow. Yeah. Is that crazy? Not crazy. I mean, just another perspective. I, you know, like think about it like, oh, you know, like, Oh, you know, like, why don't we do this thing where, like, we actually don't kiss and touch or hug when we first see each other because, you know, it's like, well, whoever does is, like, the loser or whatever. Because it's, you know, like, I, I okay, from, I would understand if it was to, for to have anxiety the first moment that you are in the physical space of someone where that person might be expecting affectionate intimacy. You know what I'm saying? And depending on how you feel about it. What if you just don't know how, you know, the energy or vibe will be, you know, I don't know. I can see that. So in order to get rid of the big, like, 
maybe just like thinking that that might be weird or you might have a weird moment or, you know, you might be off-putting and how is that going to read? I don't know. I think it's kind of brilliant. You know, I, yeah, I guess I can see that. But I think I have a hard time reconciling those who are in these foreign countries who allow these Americans to travel to them when they don't have any any intention of A, seeing them or any intention of A, they don't believe that the relationship is the same inside the chat as outside. We, we yeah. talked about this before. Like I'm like with Ben and Mahagoni, like to me, if we're talking, I love you and saying all these things on chat, it translates to real life. So when people have that dissonance or that they have that like dissonance, I guess is the word, but I don't get it. So anyways, Definitely she gets there. She has flowers for him and she's really excited. And she's like, you know, maybe Riley really loves me, you know, that he's come here and he's nervous and he gets off the plane and he sees her and he's so excited to see her. He says she has a nice ass and I doubt it. And like, um, she's like, everything is nice. (laughs) Wait till you see my oh it's the bad you know like i was just like what the hell you know i think that she has a mic she's on that moped honey i can see a little like pert sitch you know (laughs) a pert sitch um i mean i don't i never know i'm always like i need to see it in order to confirm whether or not someone has a big butt and i didn't see it so i don't know if it's nice they call her the butt checker hurry up she's the you know like you're just like you know check that butt (laughs) so um yeah i do gotta check the butt so so then he's like, I'm going to follow you. Let's go. And so she ter- takes him off and they get to the hotel. And this is where, this is the point where I think you're right, where she's like, you know, saving space for not being attracted to him. She tells him before he gets there that culturally it's not okay for her to have relations before marriage. And whether or not that's true, I'm like, you're already divorced. So you're a free woman. I feel like this might apply to the young women who've never been married. I feel like as a woman who has had children, you, you should be able to like, you know, live your best life, but maybe you're not able to. And so he gets two um, room cards for her and um, she's like, okay, but you know, she doesn't know she's going to be there. So she tells him to go relax because she needs to change. So she goes wherever she needs to go and she changes and then he changes. And the first thing she says to him is like, in my culture, women don't wait for men. So if the next time we're due to meet, I need you to be here first. And yeah. he's like, all right, all right, Violet. She's telling me everything that she needs. And since so far, he seems amiable. Um, Can I take it over? Mm-hmm. Okay. So then he's, you know, sitting at dinner and he's like, look, we've been seeing that he put in many different Michael Kors bags and that, you know, suitcase, honey, and different like colors and stuff. But he's like, you know, I missed your birthday. And so... I brought something. And then he's like, here is a box with pearls inside. And he, she's like, fucking pearls. Pearls. You know where pearls come from? South Asia, bitch. I swim in pearls. I have pearls fallen. Pearls that come out of my ass. My beautiful, good ass that Wob wants to check. That ass is full of pearls. You understand? Pearls be everywhere. I don't like any like pearls. Who do you think I am, Jackie O? Anyway, so I love, you know, like all of that really makes me LOL. There's a, yeah, because it's like another scene of someone getting a present and not being excited about it. She like pats his face. She's like, oh, thank you. And he kind of notices that it's not good enough. 
but also my, the thing that really struck me is that the pearl bracelet was fucking elastic. Like that is the thing that set it off for me. The pearl bracelet at least needs to have a clasp. Now, do I want pearls? No. Will I accept them? Yes. Especially if they're nice and they're real and they're like, Oh, definitely real outside. You know, sometimes pearls are like not real. Like, you know, sometimes they're like, Oh, I know like fake pearls. Yeah. Yeah. You know how to check, right? No, I don't. Okay. This is tell us you. Yeah. You have to rub it on your tooth and if it feels grainy, it's a pearl. And if it's smooth as F like honey, Misha's forehead, then it's fake. You know, yeah. like that's plastic, you know, like that's like yeah. a Mardi Gras pearl. And I want it to have a clasp and I want the matching necklace and I want the matching earrings. So if you're going to give me, oh. yeah, if you're going to give me those, I need it to be real. I need it to all be like in case, not encased in gold, but I need the like metal in between to be gold. Hardware. And I need the three pieces. Yeah. The hardware. I need the three pieces. So like the fact that it was an elastic, get out of here, get out of here. You thought yeah. you were doing something and you weren't. So she was not impressed. And then she tells him that she can't hang out with him the next day because she has work or something to do at least. And my thought is he gets upset and he's like, I thought I would have been a priority. And this is where I'm like, okay, American. Mm-hmm. Okay. You don't know if she's able to take time off. Mm-hmm. Like you, it's not America. You don't know if she's able to do so. And also maybe she didn't because she didn't know you would be here. She didn't know you would actually show up. Great point. And so she didn't like disrupt her life in order to like lay out the red carpet for you. So if your girl has to go to work or figure out her life, then you should have done some research and you need to go check out Ho Chi Minh City because I'm pretty sure there's shit for you to do. Yeah. And also maybe now if you want your girl to have like 100% free time for you, then you pay for her life. You support her. So that's what happens. Uh, you can't have one with the, the other. You know, like, you can't be like, why does she have to work if you're not paying for her whole life? I'm not saying you have to, but yeah. that's, you know. So men, um, men who can do and men who can't don't. Okay. Oh, God bless it. So last, last coops badoops is um, Rasvin and Amanda. And um, I just like, this is so funny. It's like a sketch. And the sketch is like a Debbie Downer character, which is Amanda, who does not like a one thing. Like, so everything is negative. Everything she hates. Everything is like, no, I don't want it. Woo, that one. What's wrong with it? It's just like too, and it's funny to me. I love it kind of because she's such a snatchy bitch. And it actually is LOL because, you know, that whole book and that whole like, are uh, somewhat archaic theory which you know we can talk about because is it true that men love bitches is perfectly illustrated in what's happening with them because and she'll, and she'll say but let's go to that point so basically she wakes up again this man is trying to do his absolute best you know like literally she supposedly wakes up every morning with like two hungry kids like gnawing at her or whatever you think she'd be so happy to like you know like wake up with like a hot ass piece in her bed or his in being in his bed even though she's lying to her kid about who where they're actually sleeping ha 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 and he is making pancakes and he's like i'm the king of pancakes for some reason like that's also a tiktok thing for him and she probably knows that he likes to dance and like put nutella on him and she's like how are you doing it it's weird how you're doing it now i'm gonna tell you it is weird how he's doing it yes (laughs) he's like kind of squishing around like we all know how pancake you kind of just pour it there and the actual like 
it kind of just like happens like that. And his looks real thick. Now, having said that, are there specific Romanian Budapest pancakes that are fabulous that I don't know because I haven't had, you know, accustomed my tongue to it? Maybe. And however, the fact that she has an opinion about it at that at, at all makes me want to go the opposite. So if she thinks that it looks bad, then I'm sure it tastes yummy. Yes. However, leading it later, she's like, um, I don't know if it's cooked on the inside. And I kind of feel like, well, I can see that because why? It's a little doughy. It's a little wet on the inside because it's such a thick batter. I said, but at the same time, people eat crazy shit all the time. Like I have a friend that like will go and eat like brittle cakes without any sort of like syrup. So like, you know, like whatever it is. So basically now he's like, I can't even deal with you. I think you're so annoying. And by the way, like last night, you just passed out when you knew I was upset. Like there's no, you have no uh, empathy or no desire to cater to me or make me feel good at all. Like this entire time has been me tiptoeing on eggshells around you and your kids and how you're feeling and, you know, trying to cater to every one of your whims. But well, I was tired. I know. (sighs) So then they go food shopping and then he's trying to get her things to eat and make sure his refrigerator is full with things that she likes. And he picks up one thing. She's like, I don't eat dairy. Then he picks up another thing. I don't eat processed packaged food. And then she picks, he picks up another thing. I don't eat shellfish. And he's like, shellfish. And she's like, yes, lobster, shrimp. And I don't guess what else, whatever else is crawdads, whatever else is shellfish. And she's like, I mean, I get it. Like he didn't remember, but I told him like three times and I don't eat those things. And I thought to myself, the first time he picked up something and you're like, oh, hey, babe, I don't eat dairy. The second time he picks up something you don't eat, you just say, don't worry, babe. Let me just wander around and find what I'll eat. And she'll eat salsa. From a jar. And, you know, she was, like, upset about that. I, like, again, this person has two kids. So I'm only, like, this person has gone through a supermarket before. And this supermarket looks ex- pretty much exactly like other supermarkets. And, by the way everything's goddamn organic he took her to the budapest air one okay like that's where she's at okay so she should be happy as fuck but she's not she should be happy as a clam something she won't eat ha 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 you know because of the um shellfish oh that's the shellfish too okay i think like you know mussels you know clams honey like you know yeah to me oysters pearl pearl makers okay great yeah to me like i think seafood and then i don't i don't understand the difference between like shellfish and not but now i know because she said it but also, she's kind of being a bitch and an asshole at the same time. And um, we, well, what does she eat? She, all she said is she doesn't eat like no GMOs, but like literally it, chicken I wonder, nuggets and French fries. That's what she eats? No, I just guess. But okay. I mean, it's like, yeah, I wonder like, you know, is she doing one of those like, you know, there's a bunch of girls that oh, do the bunch? No, non, you know, non GMO, not whatever, like all the things like no dairy, no soy, no corn. It's just like basically you know, detox, wellness, mild, you know, I think, you know, disordered (laughs) eating, if you will. But, you know, like you do you when it's everything and everything all the time. It's kind of like, you know, culture on steroids. So I don't know. I just like, I was wondering what her thing was like, okay, like, yeah, you're just going to get some turkey slices. Like there's like, there is like, there's got to be a butchery or like a bakery. You could just go and buy some bread and then just get like some condiments and make yourself some toast. Condiments. But she would rather be upset and like blame him when she wants to break up because the truth is she's uncomfortable there. She knows she shouldn't be there. She's going to be there too long and now she's there. So it needs to be his fault. I feel like she's regressed on this trip. There's something about her that I'm like, she, I feel like, was like, oh, my God, my husband died. I'm raising these kids. I'm finally going to be able to go and be a sexy baby. 
I'm going to go somewhere where <laughs> someone will fuck me, but also I get to be the baby again, where someone will just take care of me and every one of my whims and cater, cater, cater. I'm so tired, tired, tired doing it myself, self, 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 self. Yeah. And I feel like that's, yeah, that's what it is. Yeah. Anyway. She wants someone to take care of her and she, she didn't do anything when their marriage, like he did everything and now she has to do everything and she's like frustrated about it. So then after that, they go and walk into a, park that may or may not have bats because it's you know dracula or whatever but they're birds and he's like listen i'm doing a music video and i want you to be in it and she goes i'm not an actor which i was like fucking offended that anyone would believe that someone who doesn't speak in a music video is acting now it might be but as as somebody who was at some point trained in the art you're going to tell me that walking around a music video, kissing your actual boyfriend is fucking acting? Okay, bitch. So then he's, she's like, no, I don't want to do it. He's like, all right, well, then I'm going to have to kiss some other bitch. And she's like, no. So then he gets on the phone with his producer and they have a conversation in Hungarian where she doesn't speak, which like, okay, then girl, pick up a book and learn it. And she, he then tells her exactly what the conversation was, but she would rather be mad. And I'm like... There are people like me out there in the world who cannot get a boyfriend to save our lives. Like we can't, we can't, like if, even if we were to slide into Rosvin's DMs, we would not be at the end of the finish line and you get to be there and all you can fucking do is complain. And I don't, you speak. Oh, well, I, I really am done talking about this episode, I guess. Oh, great. Uh, you have nothing to say about the birds or that conversation? Cool. All right. I, I Just that she hates everything. I mean, yeah. you know, like, she hates... Uh, there's nothing that's going to happen that's, like, pleasant that he's excited to show her that she's not going to immediately hate. And for him to just be like... Uh, instead of being like, oh, you're such a bitch, she kind of turns it around and is like, oh, I'm a bitch, but I picked you, so you should be happy about that. And then it does feel like, yeah, like that thing I said before, like how men love bitches, you know, like she hates birds. She hates, she hates everything. So annoying. All right, you guys, thank you so much for joining us. This is all we have to say about this episode. Thank God for Gino and Jasmine. Thank God for, you know, David and Sheila who made this episode bearable. So if you would like to join us and see the visuals of what you're listening to today, you can do so on patreon.com slash docusweeties. It's $10 a month. You get exclusive content like Love in Paradise, as well as you get the episode 24 hours before anybody else does. And then you get like interesting things that happen to us when we're trying to film the episode the first time and we can't get it out. So we <laughs> film it again. So thank you so much for being here. And if you would like to follow us on our social medias because you can't do the $10, Chris will explain that to you. Well, you have to go to Instagram, open it up, and then type in the at sound, out sound, at, at sign, put docu sweeties in, and then do the same thing at TikTok, where you might find your love of your life, says this season of 90 Day Fiance. And then where everyone is dying, uh, go to Twitter and then add a one. So at docu sweeties one on Twitter, at docu sweeties on TikTok, at docu sweeties on Instagram. Please give us five stars wherever you listen to your podcast. And um, yeah, we love you guys so much. All right, we'll talk to you later. Bye. Bye.